Welcome back to the Authority Building Content Podcast. I'm Audra Casino, and we are here to give you tips and tricks on what content you should create and why to help you get more leads and grow your business. And today we're talking about turning your business goals into content metrics. So when you start a podcast or a YouTube channel or a live stream series, any other kind of multimedia content campaign, you will have goals. You might be looking for business growth. You might be looking for the esteem of your peers, and you might be looking for lots of organic search and domain authority. There's really no bad reason to make content, but knowing why you're doing it is critical. Because if you don't know why, you can't figure out if it's working. But connecting to what's going on in your business with the content you're creating is a bit of a challenge. It's hard to tell if your podcast is responsible for an influx of new leads or someone went bananas with the referrals. So should you be pumping more money into ads for your show or buying someone thank you flowers? You'll never know entirely or perfectly, but there is a way to get a general and useful sense of whether or not your content platforms are helping you reach your business goals. You do that by turning your business goals into content metrics. Here's what that might look like for each of the content goals we talked about in episode two, which is four reasons to create content. So those reasons are audience and engagement building, thought leadership, lead generation, and SEO and organic reach. So let's talk about how to turn those goals into metrics you can track and measure. From a numbers perspective, audience building and engagement building are different. So let's talk about each one of those. If your main content goal is to grow your audience so that down the road, you'll have a large pool of people to help you promote, buy your products, spread your message, whatever it is, then you can measure things like the number of subscribers on your email list, the number of followers you have on social media, or for both. It's about the percentage growth that you're seeing. You want to track the subscriber and follower growth because they represent people who have taken an action. They've put up their hands a little bit and said, I'm here. You can count me. Now for engagement building, mere presence on your email list or Twitter follower list is not enough. You need to track the actual times they talk to you. You might count the clicks in an email directing people to your videos, the number of likes and responses you get on social media, the comments on a blog post, the time they're spending on your site. This is one of the easiest ones to track because the evidence is there for you to count right on the content you're tracking for. So that was audience and engagement building. And the next easiest is tracking for SEO and organic reach. Setting up your search metrics tracking can be a little onerous, but once you have it done, seeing how your different pages, posts, videos, and opt-ins are performing is pretty easy. Some of the specific numbers you might be looking at are the number of visits on specific pages, the number of backlinks you're getting from other sites, and the number of shares you're getting on social media. These numbers tell you how much of your content is being shared and talked about without you. It's how high you are up on Google search results pages and how likely people are to independently refer your content to their connections. That is powerful traffic and attention for your business. You can't buy that kind of attention and growth, literally. As you know, paid traffic is a whole different category. So moving on, let's talk about lead generation. Lead generation metrics are all about, you guessed it, 
the number of new leads you're getting on the basis of your content. It might be sales calls booked, inquiry emails received, referrals you're getting, or even the number of new clients you get. Sometimes you can ask a where did you hear about us question on your opt-in or during a booking process, but those can be a little bit irritating. So the best way to count them is simply to ask people. And what made you decide to call today is a pleasant way to pump them for information. These numbers will always be a little hazier than the number of social media followers you have. But if tons of your new leads are talking about your awesome YouTube videos, you can reasonably assume that they contributed. Now, finally, on our list is the most nebulous and ethereal of all, dot leadership. Unless you're creating content for the pure gluttonous joy of personal aggrandizement, you want to make sure that your efforts at establishing yourself as a thought leader in your space are being validated by something a little more substantial than adding thought leader to your Twitter bio. To see if you and your company's stature is actually growing, you can track your mentions in news sources, invitations to speak or be a guest on other platforms, the number of conferences you're invited to, and the times you're cited by other publications. The less pleasant but equally effective measurement of thought leadership is how many people argue with you. You don't become an industry disruptor by making everyone happy. Has a lobby group named you as a vile enemy of the free market? Well, congratulations, you're probably a thought leader. So all these numbers being on the table for counting, weighing, and measuring, what is a good number to aim for? Easy. It's exactly as long as a piece of rope. That's to say that there isn't a perfect number for any metrics. What you need to worry about more than an arbitrary headcount is whether or not you are reaching your business goals on a timeline that works for you and whether or not that growth over time will get you where you need to be. There's no point in counting any metrics for the first few days or even worse after starting a new platform. It's the trend over time that matters. Give yourself at least three and ideally six months of playing on a new platform so you have enough data to really understand what's happening. Then look at your metrics and make your choices about whether to keep on, invest more, pivot your plans, or quit the platform. We're going to be talking about those choices in an episode coming up very soon. So if you haven't yet, subscribe for updates on the podcast delivery mechanism of your choice. And your action step for this episode is to do a little metrics audit. All tracking works considerably better if you know where you're starting. Without a baseline, you're looking at a bunch of numbers that tell you precisely zilch. So spend a little time nailing down your starting metrics. Website visitors, social followers, email subscribers, everything. And keep that information handy. So in three to six months, when you're analyzing your content platform success, you can clearly see how far you've come. All right. And that does it for today. Make sure you subscribe. And uh, if you like what you're hearing, leave a review to help get the word out. And if you've got any questions one of our episodes doesn't answer, then you can find us at onestonecreative.net. That's onestonecreative.net.